Hi, wherever you're listening to us, I hope you're staying safe and doing well. I'm Hari Arakli and this is today's Tech Briefing. In this program, so we at uh, EPNS, we are building the first communication layer uh, for at first for Ethereum, then for layer twos, and uh, then for the entire Web3 uh, for the blockchains in general. That's after these headlines. Google has announced its Pixel 5a smartphone with 5G wireless support. The latest A-series Pixel phone from Google arrives on August 26th in the US and Japan and includes IP67 water resistance, a bigger battery than the Pixel 5, and a dual camera system. It can be pre-ordered in the US for $449. There's no word on availability in India yet. The dual SIM phone has a Qualcomm Snapdragon 765G chip, the Titan M security chip, a 6.34-inch FHD plus OLED bezel-less display, a 4680 mAh battery, 6 GB of RAM, 128 GB of storage, USB-C and 3.5 mm audio ports, and stereo speakers. In more Google news, the Google for Startups Accelerator in India has identified 16 startups to form its fifth class. These startups will receive three months of mentorship and support from Google's network of industry mentors. The ongoing support includes access to Google Teams, tech guidance on projects, machine learning related support, UX and design mentorship, leadership workshops, networking opportunities and PR support. The latest batch comprises startups in healthcare, fintech, social, education and agri-tech. Microsoft has made an undisclosed equity investment in Rubrik, a cybersecurity company offering zero-trust data management, the Palo Alto company said in a press release yesterday. The investment builds on an existing partnership between the companies and will co-engineer projects to deliver integrated zero-trust data protection solutions built on Microsoft's cloud platform Azure. This work will address rising customer needs to protect against surging ransomware attacks, according to Rubrik. Such attacks rose 150% in 2020 and are growing even faster in 2021, according to the Harvard Business Review. Rubrik and Microsoft will provide Microsoft 365 and hybrid cloud data protection and integrated cloud services on Microsoft Azure. Microsoft's investment is said to be in the low tens of millions of dollars and values Rubrik at $4 billion, the information reported, citing Bloomberg. Apple has appealed a copyright case it lost in December against security startup Corellium, which helps researchers examine programs like Apple's planned new method for detecting child sex abuse images, according to Reuters. The judge in the copyright case determined that Corellium was operating under fair use terms and that its use of iOS was permissible, throwing out several of Apple's claims, according to Mac Rumors. Corellium software is designed to replicate iOS exactly to allow security researchers to find bugs and vulnerabilities. When Hirsch Rajat and his wife Richa were first coding their Ethereum push notification service out of their house in Allahabad during the lockdown last year, they could listen to cows moving outside. A year down the line, their notification service on the blockchain has won investor backing to the tune of $1.41 million in seed funding from some very well-known names in the business such as Balaji Srinivasan, former CTO of Coinbase, and Kenneth Ng, 
of Ethereum Foundation. Hirsch and Richard's premise is that given the lack of a decentralized communication layer, users miss out on key events, actions and other important updates. With EPNS integrated services such as dApps, which is decentralized applications, platforms, smart contracts can pave the way to interact with users to better inform and alert users across any platform, whether it's a mobile app, users' crypto wallets, or web browsers. Harsh tried to explain to me what EPNS was all about and why it had the potential to emerge as an essential service in the world of crypto and blockchain. I'm not sure I understood it all, but here's how our conversation went. So, uh, Harsh, uh, welcome to this podcast. Uh, fantastic to have you with us. Uh, uh, for starters, uh, tell us a bit about uh, the Ethereum push notification service that you've been developing. Awesome. Uh, well, uh, thanks, Harry, for inviting me. Excited to be here. Uh, okay, about uh, Ethereum push notification service, EPNS push short. Uh, uh, let me start uh, uh, by uh, saying what we uh, are building. So we at uh, EPNS, we are building the first communication layer uh, for at first for Ethereum, then for layer twos, and uh, then for the entire Web3 uh, or other blockchains in general. Uh, when I'm saying uh, communication layer, I mean using us any app or smart contract or backend services or servers can send notifications that are tied to wallet addresses in a platform agnostic uh, open way. Uh, this is a communication uh, B2B open layer, uh, which means that uh, these notifications, which are tied to your wallet address, they can uh, be delivered to you either via our mobile app or our Chrome extension, or as the end goal is, uh, via MetaMask or Trust Wallet uh, by just connecting to our uh, uh, decentralized network. Uh, in terms of why it's needed, uh, well, first of all, uh, in Web 2.0, if you guys uh, uh, could see or uh, if you guys are observing, then you'll know that everything revolves around notifications, uh, whether it's uh, even this podcast meeting or whether it's uh, your emails or your Amazon delivery or your pay PayPal uh, payments or the, uh, your social network status or even the WhatsApp chat or the FaceTime call, which we do, those are notifications or, in other words, services coming to the users and saying, hey, something of importance has occurred to you and what do you want to do? And when you compare that to Web 3.0 or to Ethereum or to L2s or any other blockchain, uh, that is missing. Uh, uh, loan liquidations happen in DeFi, uh, which means that loans, uh, uh, loans expire and nobody gets to know about it governance proposal, uh, they come and go and no one gets to know about it. Um, NFTs auction uh, happen, no one knows about it. Uh, even something as simple as you receiving crypto, you don't get notified about it. Uh, or, you know, uh, a smart contract bug or a security audit, you don't get to know about it. So uh, that is what uh, EPNS solves. Uh, in a way, what Apple and Google are doing for Web 2.0, we are doing it for Web 3.0. In the absence of uh, the notification service, uh, how have people been figuring out that a transaction has taken place or a 
like you said like a loan has been liquefied or they've got some crypto how do people figure out they have to keep checking is it yeah so uh, imagine if you go back to 2003 hari so when something happened in our awkward or when something happened in our gmail we just had to go back and click on refresh uh, time and time again uh, to see uh, that uh, what's the status of it uh, we were used to that till 2010 when apple came up with their middleware app to push notification service from where we derived our name as well so yeah right now people just go back uh, they uh, refresh again and again and uh, they try to uh, see what is the status like some of the apps which are popular they offer uh, alerts uh, like bitcoin price going up or ethereum price going up uh, those alerts come to your mobile phone uh, which again is now tied to your wallet address by beating the entire purpose of web3 so yeah uh, this there was actually no communication there so that's why people were taking uh, different routes like Uh, creating a service uh, which connected web to uh, ish base to uh, see uh, if uh, some events or uh, some conditions can be sent out uh, but yeah with this communication layer it basically becomes a web3 communication layer so people can just send uh, these information up to user wallet addresses and uh, uh, it can uh, be available for any smart contract not just for very few hmm. and explain the ethereum connection a little bit more and you call the ethereum push notification service uh so is is this a software program that works on the ethereum network explain that part to us a bit god so there are couple of things so i'll just dive a bit into the technical detail uh, i'll keep it limited because this is sort of a alpha drop as well uh the governance or uh, the handling of uh, uh services that wants to send notification uh that uh, decides on ethereum uh the governance protocol or the smart contract decides on ethereum and that's where the ethereum push notification service takes its name from uh as far as sending the notifications those the smart contracts which are called epns communicator they can be deployed on multiple blockchains in fact uh, we are trying to start uh, the mainnet deployment uh, on both ethereum and then shortly followed uh, followed up by launching on polygon um, and then there are push nodes uh, which are going to be the p2p push nodes that are listening to these smart contracts and uh, uh, validating all the information coming out of these smart contracts and uh, validating it through epns code the governance that sits on ethereum so because of all these things it's called ethereum push notification service another reason why we chose ethereum was that when we had this idea we wrote to ethereum foundation and they essentially mentored us and guided us and helped us a lot and we love the ethereum community i mean every community member has uh, uh, given a lot of love and a lot of support to the project uh, starting from 2020 uh, so yeah that's why the name ethereum push notification service even when we are going to go to other blockchains in the future hmm. but in my very sort of dumbed down uh, way of understanding this uh, is this like an email service for notifications 
in the in the sense i mean it's a platform agnostic uh, notification service uh, that anybody can use to send notifications to any kind of platform it could be a a notification within an app a notification on whatsapp is that how this works uh got to tell you i mean uh, it's very very close to that uh, anyone can uh, send a notification to any other wallet address the notification will only pop up if the other wallet address has opted in and you can build on top of the protocol as well so uh, in a way you are absolutely right Hmm. but the uh, receiver sender needs to have uh, a wallet uh, so what is the nature of this wallet Wh- what kind of a wallet is it got it so uh, the receiver and the sender if they are sending this on ethereum they need to have a ethereum wallet address if they are sending it on polygon again the ethereum wallet address works in fact for evm chains i think ethereum wallet address works uh, everywhere but when we hop into a different uh, blockchain uh, then uh, that blockchain address uh, is what uh, will work or that blockchain address will also work and the way we tie all these wallet addresses to ceramic pid which is a way to have a unique id that can contain all these other wallet addresses you have mm. uh, so today what are the ways in which uh, people are using epns got it uh, so today uh, uh, right now what we have what we were doing i mean in the past year was that we did the proof of concept we know that notifications were coming then the next part was that we wanted to enroll a lot of uh, ethereum projects a lot of ethereum services as for example uniswap or aave or polygon or gitcoin or alpha humara or pcx or pool together uh, or oss or snapshot so what we did was we bought all these services or we spoken to all these services and we went into a collab uh, mode with them and what we uh, did uh, with this collab was we battle tested our uh, uh, entire communication layer out so right now uh, Uh, we have notifications that are going out when the Uniswap uh, LP pool uh, range of P3 goes out, or when Aave on Polygon the loan uh, liquidation is about to occur, or when the EtherGas prices uh, uh, they spike up or spike down, or when the Ethereum or BTC uh, price uh, uh, go up or down, and uh, and yeah, and a lot more uh, use cases. so even right now as a user uh, you can go to app.epns.io uh, you just need to uh, subscribe or opt in to your favorite channels uh, once you opt in to those channels uh, you will uh, the next step is connecting your wallet or, or your public wallet address with either our mobile app or our chrome extension and that's it after that uh, you'll start getting notifications from those services Give, give us a couple of examples of the typical channels that people uh, opt in for. Got it. So one of the most popular channel people opt in for is Wallet Tracker. So as I said in the beginning, uh, while crypto is so innovative, uh, we still haven't solved the issue like what if someone receive uh, sends me crypto, how do I get to know about it? So EPNS protocol solves that. 
So wallet tracker, if you, uh, as a user, you opt into it. After that, whoever, uh, whatever it comes and goes out of your wallet, you will start getting notifications for them. And of course, we are going to include more and more tokens on it uh, as we move forward. Hmm. And uh, EPNS itself uh, has a value. There is something like a push token and it has value and it can be bought and sold or traded. Can you explain that part to us? Sure, Hari. So, uh, of course, we are making this decentralized communication layer or uh, decentralized notification protocol. Uh, when it's decentralized, then it means that uh, we ourselves cannot control the core settings of that protocol. So for that, uh, what we do is uh, we have introduced uh, our own governance token called push tokens. And using that, people can govern the entire protocol. Uh, people can govern uh, how the protocol development occurs or what should be the future of the protocol. Uh, that's one use case. Uh, the second thing the push token does is it uh, allows for incentives for people to run the push nodes, which will form the decentralized open communication layer. And uh, uh, they can also stake uh, their push in our incentives portal, portal at uh, incentives.epns.io. Uh, the third thing uh, which the push token uh, does is that once uh, after a year or so, uh, when the protocol is fully established, the governance token holders, they can choose to uh, activate uh, a fee for the protocol or a fee for all the services who are sending the notification through the protocol, just like how Apple or Google charges a fee to the developers. Uh, and once that fee is activated, the governance token holders can also decide what sort of incentives should go to them and what sort of incentives should go to all the crypto wallets that have started supporting EPNS protocol and that have started showing wallet addresses, uh, their notifications. Hmm. And you are saying that uh, people will also get paid to receive these uh, notifications. Uh, is that an incentive? Uh, why are people getting paid to receive these notifications? Got it. So, Hari, I mean, people, we, we call it a incentivized uh, notification model. It stemmed from the fact that uh, when we first created it, uh, we thought uh, that uh, uh, we thought that these people who are going to opt in to receive notifications, in a way, they are helping the service uh, group, uh, whoever, whatever service is sending these notifications. And therefore, they should be incentivized. Uh, the way uh, the incentivization works, it's a very passive income. So it's not like that you, all you have to do is opt in and after a year, you are going to have, uh, you, you're going to be a millionaire. It doesn't work like that. It's just a passive reward for the user. The way it works is like whenever the services, they come and activate themselves on the protocol, and they have to deposit a certain piece. Uh, the reason for them to deposit a certain piece is that uh, unlike Web 2.0, where you can verify your mobile number or email, uh, in Web 3.0, you don't have these things. So most of the protocols, they will go for activation in terms of financial staking. 
So the services, they basically deposit uh, a certain fee. And what we do with that fee is we basically take this fee and we lend it out to Aave. Aave is a DeFi protocol or it's a bank, a decentralized bank. So when you lend something out to them, you start getting interest. And now when the user comes in and uh, opts in to receive notifications on this particular service, what we are doing is, or what we thought was that wouldn't it be cool that uh, the service interest that is getting accrued, uh, it's uh, shared among the users who have opted in to receive notifications and thereby uh, incentivized notifications were invented. Hmm. Uh, is EPNS, uh, for you, uh, is there a conventional sort of uh, business entity behind it or uh, is this like uh, many other you know, block blockchain organizations where a lot of people are just developing it uh, and there isn't a sort of a, a simple revenue model? How does this work? Got it, Harry. So the way we have uh, uh, the way we have made it, the plan is like in a span of four years or so, uh, us as a team will be one of the several hundred hundred or even thousand uh, uh, teams that will be building on top of the EPNS protocol. Uh, currently, of course, uh, uh, we need to get this uh, uh, protocol built. Uh, we need to make sure that it's developed right. And we are in the right direction. We are launching our governance uh, uh, this week. Uh, then we are launching our mainnet uh, next month, uh, hopefully, if the audit is good, uh, or next to next month. Then we are launching our push nodes. So uh, the way the entity is structured is uh, right now, we are the ones that are making the primary built out of it. But once the governance is introduced, uh, uh, we will progressively decentralize. And uh, in the end, there will be this protocol and a lot of companies, uh, including us, will be sitting on top of it and building things out. In terms of the business model, uh, as I said, like in the future, uh, the users or the governance can activate the fees uh, and they can also decide what fees uh, is a split among them as the token holders and what split goes towards all the crypto wallets that are showing these notifications. So in that scenario, we will also be one of the crypto wallets and the governance token holder will decide what sort of or how much incentive should go to us uh, because of what value we are adding to the entire uh, EPNS protocol and to this entire communication. In the long run, uh, and I guess in the crypto world, long run could be as short as 12 months or 18 months. Uh, but but you get my sense in the long run, do you see uh, applications of what you're building uh, for the average person out there? Or would you say the applications would be limited to people who, who do transactions on blockchains and, and in the cryptocurrency world? Got it. I mean, in the long run, Hari, uh, we see everyone using this. As I said, even if you are a simple crypto user like you just uh, trade, uh, you need this. Uh, if you trade on DEX, of course, you need this. If you do DeFi, then you're the super user. This is definitely, definitely important. But you know, coming back to the point, even if I'm sending my crypto out or receiving my crypto in, 
uh, I don't get these notifications unless these notifications, uh, uh, unless uh, it's getting triggered from the same wallet, which really happens if someone is sending me the money. I don't know uh, that uh, uh, wallet or I don't know uh, uh, the person who is sending the money or MetaMask doesn't know what to listen for. So, uh, so yeah, I would say that even the simple crypto user will use it. Even moving further, uh, I would say that a lot of podcasts, a lot of web three uh, educational content or uh, uh, any anything in between like tutorials or news, all of these things, they require notifications that are tied to wallet addresses. So what we see is that uh, this is definitely really important for the super users. It's really, really, uh, it's also really important for the normal crypto users. And it's super cool to be used uh, in uh, other things that revolve around Web3 as well. So yeah, uh, that's uh, that's what our vision is. Okay, excellent. Uh, very interesting, uh, Harsh. Uh, thank you again for making time for this. And uh, I hope to keep the conversation going. Thanks, Sari. It was really fun to be here and talk about the TVM push notifications about us as well. That was Harsh Rajat. That's it for this briefing. You can find all our podcasts on ForbesIndia.com and on your favorite podcast apps. I'm Hari Aragali. Thank you for listening.